0: Welcome, everyone, to the Ov Torah Daf Yomi Today's shiyur is Daf Samach Gimel. We will begin on Dach Samach Bet Amurbet towards the bottom. Says the Gemara: Amale Abaye the Rav Yosef. Abaye told Rav Yosef: Kaimalan we hold Mishnat Rabbi Eli Ezer ben Yaakov Kavenaki. All the words of ben Yaakov are short, but they are exact, precise which means that Rabbi Rabbi took care that when he explained himself, he would explain himself in a way that gets exactly to the point and uh, are always correct. The Amar of Meshmul, the Halakha also always follows him. So he wants to know, can a Talmud, in front of his rabbi, say that we could follow him. Or you cannot let us say that in front of the rabbi. Is it chutzpah for a student to say this in front of the rabbi? Since we said in the previous Gemara that Ebelezim and Yaakov holds that we hold like Ebelezim and Yaakov or the minhag like Ebelezim and Yaakov. <clears throat> which is lenient by Erovin. or is this such an easy halakha that a student is able to say it in front of his rabbi? Or do we say, that it's different over here, and it's still chutzpah for a student to say something like this in front of his rabbi? Amale afilu bi'uta even if you're eating uh, an egg with sour yogurt, kutach, we spoke about that in Brahu exactly what it is, even if a guy wants to know if he can eat an egg with kutach, they asked Rav Chista when Rav Huna was alive, and he wouldn't answer them. Even though it's such an avi, much more obvious than this question. I'm not sure exactly what the question was about an egg and uh, and yogurt. Could be a meat and milk question. Some some hold. Amalei Bar Abba. Like, for example, the days that are listed in Ta'anit, where in Megillatanit it says there's a bunch of days you're not allowed to fast on. Which is something that's actually written and it's uh, laying in a corner, and anyone could go look up and see what the halacha is. Are you allowed to, if someone asks you if you can fast on a certain day, and you know that it's written in Megillat Tanit, are you allowed to say this in the place of your Rabbi? i so he tells him, am Rabbi All the years of Ruchista, he asked him, and he didn't answer. So you see that you can't answer even very simple questions in front of your Rabbi. Ruchista, Oyeri B'Kafri, Rabbi Huna. Rabchista used to rule in a city called Kafri in the in the years of Rav Hamnuna Ori biir Harta, the Irgaz, guys, de So all these rabbis were now on top of Samach Gimul Amud All these rabbis, both of Hamnuna and Reb are are uh, being hora in front of their rabbis while they're alive. Ravina, the reason why they're okay is because they're not in the same city. Ravina, sar sichta Bebabel. Ravina, we used to check the knives of the shochtim in Bavel. Amaleh Rav Ashi, so Rav Ashi asked him, Avin Morhachi, why are you doing that?" Amaleh So he told him "Rav Ori, bechorta de arges b'shnidir b'chista." Rav Hamnuna. Made, he ruled halachic rulings during in, in the Charette when Ruchister was alive. so he told him back, no, Lo Ori It doesn't say that he actually was horror halacha. It means he wasn't horror halacha. Change it. It's not that he did it. He didn't do it. Ori So he said back to him, some say. That he learned. Some say didn't. So when Rav Huna was alive, he wouldn't. But when Rav, when Rav Chista was alive, where he was, he had a different relationship with Rav Chista. Rav Chista was his rebbe and his and his uh, and his co person. And therefore. The Tamil khaver Dilehada, the Am the Ananami, Tamil Khavid the Murana. So he says, I'm also the Tamil khaver of my Rebbe as well. Amarava Rabah says, Tsurra Murbanan, a Tamil Khacham, Khazid the Nafshe, he could rule on his own knife. Since he's able to know it himself, it's not called ruling in front of his Rebbe. Ravina ikla mechusa. Ravina And the place where he stayed, the owner of the house that he stayed was Jewish, and he came to show him the knife that he used for Shaqitah. So Ravina says, Don't I don't want to look at it. Go show it to Rabba. He says, Why are you making me show it to Ravah? Don't you know that a rabbi, any rabbi, is allowed to rule for himself? So, since you're staying in my inn, so this is called ruling for yourself. So, if you're ruling for yourself, you don't have to show it to Ravah, you can look at it yourself. So, Ravina told him back, He says, I'm not using it myself, you're using it, I'm buying it from you. That's cool. That's not called using it for yourself. That's not called ruling. For, that's called ruling for somebody else, and that's why you need to show it to Rava. I won't answer it. He wanted to make him a special veal meal. So he brought his knife and he showed it to him. Aren't you worried about Relezim and Yaakov? Let him check the knife. So he says, uh, don't, don't you know what Rabba says? Rabba says that a could see for himself. Chazi he looked at it, or looked at it, and he was punished. doesn't say what the punishment was, but he was punished in some way. Why was he punished? Didn't we say that a young rabbi could look for himself and here, the veal is going to be eaten by him, so what's wrong? Shani Hatam Over here, since they asked him, why are you doing it? What about your Rebbe? That negates the ability for him to go on his own. Yes, you could look at it on your own for yourself if no one asks you. But once somebody asks you, you have to say yes, let's show it to my Rebbe. A second answer. A second answer. A second answer. Rebbe Yaakov is different because Rebbe Yaakov was way, way greater. And since he was the Gadol HaDor, you can't follow the rule. According to the first answer, a person can never do it. Can never do his own halakha if if a Rebbe was spoken about. someone mentioned the idea of first asking the Rebbe, then it's Asur. But otherwise, it's always okay. And according to the second answer, we don't care if someone asks you, but it can't be a gadol ador, gadol ador always has to be answered according to that. And the Rachael Bar Yaakov is a gadol ador. Amar Rava, When it comes to stopping a guy from doing something, even if it's right in front of him, you're allowed to do it in front of your Rebbe. What's the story? Rava, Ravina, Havayatib Kamed Ravashi, was sitting in front of Ravashi. Chaz yalahu gava, de ka'asale, lechamre, betzinta, b'shavot. He saw this guy who was tying his khamor onto a date tree onto your mat. Raman B'kali started yelling and the guy ignored him. Amale. So Ravina told him He said, we're going to put this guy in hide him. I'm yelling at you not to tie it. And you're doing we're going to put you in hide Amaleh, which means he said back to him, Was this chutzpah that I yelled at this guy in front of you? I yelled at a guy, what he's doing is asur, and I put him in chedim. Amaleh, so told him, just like the same. Gemara that we said before that we said that a person can never have kavod for another person in front of Hashem. Here too, if Hashem's Torah is being trampled on and you saw it, you have to take care of it. It says, Then you can't give kavod to a rabbi. If you do it right in front of him, then you chayav mita for doing it, but if you do it not in front of him, but you didn't go ask him, it's still asur, but you're not chayav That's a rough statement. When we said Fanav lo metu al I thought we said that Adavim, the problem, the reason why they died in the Torah is because they made halacha in front of them, their Rebbe Moshe. My derish, how do we know? It says v'natnu b'nei Aharon a kohen es al mezbeach. Amru they said alv bisha es yored minu shemaim mitzvah l'avim enhediot. Even though the fire comes from heaven, they still a to put ash on it. And therefore, v'tamid echad hayalo rebiyaz shehora halacha b'fanav. Amru rebiyaz it, li'imah shalom mishtoh temeh im yotzez esh nato. this is another story but from the first story we see that the, the, since they figured out to put the fire and instead of instead of just waiting for the fire to come and they didn't listen to it, the Rebbe they were punished and there was another story with a student who Rabbi Lezer had who ruled a halacha in front of Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Lezer told Ima Shalom Ishto Tima'a Im Yotze Zer I'll be surprised if this guy lives out the year he actually ruled in front of his Rebbe. i would be surprised. His wife had a name Ima Shalom. And sure enough, Lord, he didn't finish the year. I'm so his wife Ima shalom told him Navi Ata, you're Navi? Amalullah Navi ben Navi, I'm not a Navi, I'm not the son of a Navi. I'm Anyone who rules in front of his Rebbe is. That's how I knew he going to die. The student's name was Yudamigura. He was three parsa away from his Rebbe. And therefore, you see that even if you're far away, he'll get punished. So, how can we say before? You're Here we see this guy who was Khayamita, mitah, Ben Gira. Says going up, b'fanav haya. That was in front of him. Kawa. Didn't we say he was three parts short away? Says ulutamech, Shem v'Shem Aviv. Why do we mention him and his father's name? Lama, we did it so you don't know. You don't say it's a mashal. The question was: We thought from the story that it was three parasa away. We're answering no. He was actually in front of him when he made the ruling. And the, when we said he was three parsa away, what we're saying is that that he lived three parasa away from from him. But we're not saying that he ruled it. He ruled it in front of him. So really, the rule that we said that you're only punished if you rule right in front of your rebbe. And the reason why we said three parasa is just. To tell you who the guy is. Now, if you might ask on me, well, why would I tell you who the guy is? Who cares where he lived? So, G'mar is explaining that we're giving a lot of details so you don't say it's a mashal. And we're proving it because we say, why would we mention the name of who the guy who died early was? Yehuda ben Guruya. Why would we mention his name? It's Lashonana. Obviously, we mention his name because there's a purpose? What's the purpose? So it's not for a purpose because we're learning from it that it's not a mashal and people really die when you hear him. So the same way we told you his name to to, to give you details to authenticate the story, so we'll tell you where he lived also to authenticate the story. And that's what we told you these three-part style way. But really, the ruling was in front of the Rebbe. And no, you do not get punished if you rule not in front of the Rebbe, even though it's Asur. says, Amar B'chiyah Bar Abba, Amar B'yohanem. She deserves to be bitten by a snake in Yov, he says, I was this guy says I'm very, very young. That's why. I'm nervous. And mentions Zohaleapar, and therefore we see from here that the word refers to a snake, and the reason why he was young and he didn't want to he didn't want to say his opinion is because a guy who says his opinion in the wrong time deserves to be bitten by a snake. Says the Gemara Ziriamar, Reb Khanina. If you in front of your rabbi, you call the chote and he brings a pasuk. It says, I kept it in my heart, what I wanted to say, in order that I don't sin. Because you see, that a guy who would say it in the wrong time, because he's saying the halacha in front of his rabbi, is a chote. Rabbi Nuna, Ramikti, rabbi Nuna, rabbi Nuna, points out there's a contradiction in pasukim. One pasuk says, I held in my heart, my words, my opinions. And it says, I I announced what's right in front of everyone. What's the right thing to do? That's in the time when Ira Hayari was alive. When any David's, David's Rebbe was alive, and he never said anything out out in, in, in publicly because it was me in front of his Rebbe. Once his Rebbe passed away, he did. The If you give your matnot kiuna to one Kohen and you don't give it out and spread it spread the love among a lot of Kohanim. Your truma or yumatnot konin for a korban mevidav laolam you bring a hunger on the world Shneemar, ira hayari hayakohen david ira was david kohen the david who the kohen he was only david kohen halaku amaloy he wasn't kohen for anyone else ela she david mishgelo At matnotav david would give him all his matnot kiuna david and right after he mentions his name it says that there was a hunger in David's times. Now, why would there be a hunger in David's times if David is such a sadiq? Obviously, it's connected to what it says before, which is the fact that David favored only one Kohen, and that caused Chatz a famine. Rebbe says, Moridin If you give it all to one person, if, if a person is more HaLakha going back to that subject, then we lower him from his position. Shnei Iman. Elzal spoke to the Anchea Seva, And he told them what to do about that, that, that. Over there, it's talking about what they should do with the Kilim of Binyan. And he told them how to take care of the, the Kilim of Binyan. Now, Elzal Kuhl had learned from Moshe Abatziva. <laughs> Even though he said my uncle commanded the following, so he didn't say I know it. He said, my Rebbe, my Rebbe Moshe t- told me. He was still punished. It says that Yeshua is going to stand in front of Elazar Kohen and ask him the questions of the Rumi Tumim. We don't find any time that Yeshua ever had to ask Elazar anything. Why didn't Yeshua ever have to ask Elazar anything? Why didn't Hashem make it that Yeshua knew all the right things to do and never had to ask in all his 14 years of giving out Eretz Yisrael? He didn't have to ask anything of the me It must be because Elazar did this mistake of telling the halakha in front of his rabbi. Amar Ablaivi, says, motiv if you answer one word from me, Rebbe, Azil below Vlad, you leave the world without any children. Yeshua Moshe Moshe Adoni Moshe Yeshua said to Moshe Rabenu when they said that Eldad and Medad are prophesizing in the town, they answered and he told them, "Al my master Moshe, go punish them." And the fact that he did that, Yoshua ended up dying without kids, because Basuk says Nun, bino Yoshua bino. It says after Yeshua died, in the Brahme it says Nun, it says Yoshua, it doesn't mention any other descendants, implying that Yeshua did not have kids. Have sons anyway. Upliga Yaakov. This that we said that Yeshua had no sons, that's only the opinion of Reb Levi. But Reb Bar Yaakov, Reb Abba Yaakov, Yaakov Bar Papa Reb Abba Bar Papa and Reb Abba Papa holds that it's not true he did have kids. Damar Papa, Lone he was not punished. The reason why he was punished. I'm sorry. He agrees that Yeshua did not, did not have kids, but for a different reason. That's because he caused Klai Yisrael to have one day that they can't have relations with their wives. And that caused less kids in the world. When Yeshua was in Yechua, he lifted his eyes, and he saw there's a guy standing in front of him.?" The story was that the angel came to see him, and the angel said to Yeshua, "I am a Tsar Hashem. I am the angel in Hashem's army, and I came for now. Am So the angel told him, "Amish last night." Told them to meet him, you guys did not do the Tamid of Bin because you were fighting the battle. The Aqshaab and now, told them to told, you didn't learn Torah. Alazim, So Yeshua asked him, which one is the main reason why you came? he says, I came for Torah. The problem is for the Torah. emek. It says Yeshua slept that night in the Val in the depths. Says, he stayed up that night in the depths of the halacha. the <laughs> now, since he stayed there, we learned that since he stayed the whole night out and you fighting, Yericho the Aron was out with him. And while the Aron is out, no one's allowed to have Tashmish no one's allowed to have of relations. And that caused a lack of Jewish souls being born. Every time a Jew, Jewish people are allowed to have relations, they, they have a possibility of having children. And that brings Nishamot down to the world. And that's a terrible Averiah that he, besides for the, what the angel came to him, the fact that he had stayed that night fighting and he stopped the Jews having relations. That was the cause of Yeshua not having kids. Amar bar derav. Gadol torah yotem is greater than tamid. How do we know? Amaleh atabati. Because the angel said, I came for the second sin. The sin of bitul torah was actually the main sin that he came for. So you see that of the two sins even worse than that not having the korban tamid was bitotona anyone who sleeps in a room that a husband and his wife are there since you're sleeping in that room they're not going to have relations you cause them not to have relations and you're doing an averah by causing stopping them from having relations I remember Yosef even if the guy's wife is an Ida and they're not allowed to have relations, still when you they, they they normally they'd be able to talk privately. The fact that you're there, you're stopping them from talking privately, and therefore he's he's causing trouble. Rav Amar, he, if his wife is an Ida then it's good Rabbi wanted to claim that he's actually doing them a favor by sleeping in the room with them when she's in ida. he's protecting the husband from making a sin with his wife when she's in Idah the Gemara says it's not so because this guy's not sleeping there all the time and since he's not sleeping there all the time who was protecting him before now? So if no one was protecting him till now, so whoever was protecting him till now will continue protecting him forward. You don't have to protect him by being in the room. By being in the room, you're going to cause them not to be able to speak privately, which is not proper. Says the Gemara. Okay, we're going to stop over here at ahu Mavu'ah to have a daya Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, men, men, were the bottom of Samach, Gimel, Amul HaHu Mavu'ah, the next Mavu'i.